Hey world, this is Ross here with my podcast. This is episode eight. A um, couple dates that I have coming up. June 29th, I'll be at the local here in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, that's going to be a full band show. Also on the bill is Nicole Boggs and The Real, her wonderful band. Um, Nellen Dryden and her band. And then we have the boys from Greco, which is uh, some friends of mine from Athens, Georgia. They're going to be coming up and starting that show out so yeah that's june 29th at the local here in nashville formerly the country um july 14th i'll be back up in new hampshire at Atatash with phil and paul the trio classic trio show at Atatash. that's going to be good it's going to be three to six and then um august 4th i'll be up at sunapee me and phil will be on that show and then our friend dennis monagle playing drums um so yeah, those are some good shows. You can also go to rosslivermore.com for the rest of the dates. Also, as always, this podcast is brought to you by Dude Stoked, the lifestyle brand. You can check out your Dude Stoked on Instagram. That's Y-O-U-R-E, Dude Stoked. On Instagram, we're actually going to be doing a separate uh, big cartel store for that and launching some new tanks coming up soon. So check that out. Um, also check out the Hey World playlist on Spotify, where I'll be updating that weekly with some new jams and some songs i'm talking about on the podcast cool so here we are hey world episode eight let's do it i just noticed that in the all about you intro music so i use the instrumental version and because there's no vocals obviously there is some sort of like room sound of me actually singing that I think another mic picked up. I just noticed this for some reason. Um, so that's an interesting little tidbit for the song behind the, behind the music here. Um, yeah, so th this is weird. It's, it's episode eight. Um, and for some reason, I feel like I haven't done a podcast in like a while, but it's literally been a week. I'm actually recording this on Tuesday, the day it's going to be released because yesterday was Memorial Day. Um, big thanks to all the troops, all the armed forces uh, for giving us all the freedoms that we can enjoy now. But um, yeah, it was Memorial Day and I didn't do shit. And I feel like anytime there's a long weekend like that, it always seems like the next week it's like, I don't know, things just take Things just move a little bit slower. So yeah, it feels like I haven't really done a podcast in a while, but it really has. It's been a week just like every other week. Um, but yeah, anyways, so it, this is episode eight. It's crazy. Um, so I've, I've just been thinking a lot about music and I'm kind of like in between doing some shows right now. And this is always the dreaded, um, the dreaded part of the life of a musician because it's where all that self doubt can creep in. Um, and I know always through like my, the history of me playing music I always feel like um, I this this self doubt kind of creeps in between um, shows, like when I'm not actually playing. So there's a lot of time to sit and just think about like the money you're not making, or the 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 job that you don't like doing, or the songs that you're not writing. And it's a hard. It's it's honestly, I I don't know if I've ever really. <clears throat> come up with a solution to, to combat it at all it's just something that 
it just happens. And I, I, you know, I can only speak for musicians on my level and I, it can, it can get really crippling sometimes. And, you know, I don't, I don't want this podcast to turn into like poor me or, um, talk too much about like the, the hardships of it. I, I guess I don't really know what this podcast is going to be or what it is currently. Cause it's happening at weekly. Um, but it, this has just been something that's, I don't know. It's been, it's been really on my mind lately. Um, this, this whole thought about like self doubt and how, how you do it. Like what is, what is doing it? What is success? What, um, what we're actually trying to accomplish in playing and in continuing to make records. And does this ever really go away? Um, and I, I just don't think it does. I don't think it ever really, I think at all levels of any job, you're going to constantly be questioning what you're doing and the decisions you've made up until this point. And it's a, it's like a really hard thing, um, to, to battle with because like, I, I can only speak for myself and, you know, you have these moments. It, it, it's, it's like the peaks and valleys are so daily that, um, you have to just kind of stay level and stay as grounded as you can. And one of the things that's helped me recently is, is exercising and running. Um, obviously you feel really good because you're healthy, but it, it almost like it's a way to manage your stress levels. You know, you just, you run and after you go for a long run, you just kind of have some time to like, you're almost thinking clear, more clearly about what's happening in your life. And, um, and it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Um, so that's one of the things I've been doing to, to help me with this, but I don't know. It's, it's, it almost seems like more, it almost seems like recently I've just been feeling this level of like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, you know, it's been two and a half, uh, it'll be three years in October then since I've moved to Nashville. And, um, I feel like through that time, um, I've accomplished a good amount, like written some really good songs and played some great shows and continuing to write better songs and working on like an amazing album right now. Um, it's, I think, I think it's going to be amazing. And I think, I, I think that's the key really is like, you know, you can spend a lot of time thinking about where you're not in your career, you know, what you're not doing. Um, but it takes a stronger person to really think about, okay, what have I done? What, what do I really love about playing? Um, what is it about music that keeps me going? And I think it's a few things for me. I think it's making music with people you love, uh, Paul and Phil and Caleb and Trevor and, uh, and Jules and Dan, my roommate and, all these guys, like finding people you really genuinely uh, respect and and love playing with and, and making music with these people. And um, I think that's one of the harder things, too, it, it is because I've moved and I'm away from Paul and Phil and a lot of people that are, you know, my closest people. So I think that can be a bit of a struggle because sometimes, like, you're you're just here, 
You know what I mean? You made this decision and I honestly love being in Nashville, but you, you know, it's like, I miss people, you know, that doesn't go away. It's like, you know, this is the, this is the thing with Instagram and social media. Everyone just like wants to post about their best life and like things that are going well and things are going well for me. They really honestly are. But at the same point, like it's not ever going to be perfect all the time. And, um, and that's part of the reason, you know, you're away from the people that you've always been around and it's tough. And sometimes you just want to like hang out and not talk about music and just be friends. <clears throat> so you like, when you're away from that, it can just get a little overwhelming because like the people that you normally fall back on aren't really there all the time. Um, which I think in, in the end is good because you get, you know, you have to be thick skinned. You have to be, you have to persevere. Um, so yeah. And that's, that's one of the things, but ultimately like it comes down to like the love of, of making music. And I think maybe, maybe I'm just going through a bit of like, uh, postpartum depression, post studio partum depression where you like, <laughs> you, uh, you have a great productive week in the studio and you know what you did is good. And I know as a songwriter, I'm out of ideas right now. Um, I have nothing, you know, and seeing a blank piece of paper is scary as fuck. It's so scary because you, you're like, can I do that again? Even though like I'm trying to stay focused on the work that we're doing now, but also it's like you got to be ready for the next thing. You have to constantly be moving on to the next the next chapter even though we're not done recording this thing and I always try to like stay a little bit ahead of the workload but you're like fuck like I don't have any songs or any ideas now um and that can be scary so I think the post recording depression especially when you're away from like the people that you actually are musically invested with is a tough thing um and that's one of the things I've kind of been like, like, uh, dealing with, I guess, combating, who knows? Um, yeah, so it's, and it's tough, but, um, you know, there's little victories in there too. And one of the things that was cool that just happened to me recently was I won this award for, uh, album of the year. So over the past, I guess since last June, so really like the last, just under a year, I've been working with an artist development company here in Nashville called AGD and they, uh, Nathan and their whole team has been amazing to me. Um, really helped me kind of like dial in the vision and, and push it all towards a productive and, uh, successful direction. And cause it's cool. You know what I mean? Like you, you work with people that hopefully will point you in the right direction and sometimes when you're doing the solo artist thing or you're in a band it can just there's so many things now that you have to do on your own which I think is good um that it, it can just get overwhelming you know it can be a little uh you can be like a uh like a like a cat chasing its tail um if that's even a I don't even know if that's a saying um 
But yeah, it can, it can just get overwhelming with the amount of with the workload. So like having a team like Nathan and AGD kind of pointing you where to go and and making sure your time and your work is the most productive it can be is really good. So they released, um, I think they had 20 artists that released music last year. And they take all their artists um, and they have a little award ceremony. And it was cool. It was actually the first award um that I have ever won for music. So it's it's cool. It's like a nice little nod to hard work. You know, I, I've, I'm really confident with what we did at 1979 and feel really, really good about it. And it's a good like introduction into the next um, chapter for me and the guys. And it was the first thing I did here in Nashville. So it was cool. But like one of the weird things is, is like you win this award and it's not like a prestigious award. It's just like a nice little nod with the the little community that you're in. And, um, but that's where it like, that's where it happens. You know what I mean? It's, that's where this like self doubt kind of creeps in there. Like, Oh, you did it. You won an award. And what, what if I hope, I hope the work that I'm doing now lives up to the technically in quotes, award-winning work that I did in the last thing. And, um, I don't know. There's just a lot of questions to be, to be asked. And the weird thing is, too, like a lot of these awards are just made up anyways. You know what I mean? Like, not that I don't appreciate it at all, because I do. I think it's a great honor. But like, you know, people just make up awards every day and give them to artists. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, I'm not really sure. Um, so I try to just stay on track with the work. You know what I mean? The music and the shows. And that's really like to come back to this self-doubt thing, like I've, it's the only way that I've been able to like deal with it, um, is just taking a couple days and maybe not working on music, like taking some time off and not really looking at your computer or like, you know, like looking at other artists and what they're doing. And cause I know we all do it. Like, it's fine. That, that That's the thing. Like I've, I used to, in my younger days, like get really upset about it. You know, you see another artist and they book a really good festival or something. You're just like, man, why can't I be on that festival? But like, it doesn't matter. There's plenty of room for any, everyone. There's plenty of pie to go around. Um, but like this, it, it creeps in, in a way that, um, is just, I don't know. It, and, and a lot of it has to do with the social media stuff. Like, um, you know, you have a perfectly good day and then you open up Instagram and you see a friend's band on a festival and you're just like, fuck, you know, and that could like, that has ruined days for me. And I know it has for other people. Um, but like the, the key is, I, I think is to just take some time after you do good work like in the studio that we did at Pentaveret and and just kind of shut it down you know what I mean take some time off and just look at the work that you're doing objectively saying like are you happy with the music that you're putting out are you happy with the amount of work that you're putting into it are you happy with your songs or your songwriters and, and, and if like the answer is yes then it doesn't matter like 
what it says on Instagram or what these other people are doing. It's like the, the answer is yes to the important questions that you're asking, which is, is your music good for you? Are you happy with the art that you're currently producing? And are you happy with the team that you have surrounded at this point in your career? And for like all of the answers to those questions that I ask myself are yes. Um, so I think it's important to put it down and, and ask yourself these things at, at times because it can get overwhelming and it will get overwhelming. It's not even a can't. It will always be overwhelming because what you're trying to do in music is nearly impossible. Um, and even like, you know, I grew up in, in the 90s and you see these bands and bands were legendary. And like bands get, you know, successful now, but like the, the way that you approach it and the way that I'm trying to approach it now is just way different than it was back in the nineties and early two thousands where, you know, the music business was a real thing. Um, and there was real money. Now it's almost like you need to approach it as if you're a small business and I've, you know, I'm a broken record and I've heard other people talk about this, but, um, it's almost like you're you're starting a business that just happens to be music. You're not in the music industry. And I don't, I've, even though I live in Nashville, um, which is like the technical, you know, it's Music City. It's Music City, USA. Um, I'm just a dude trying to start a business. Um, and that's all it really is. And if it is that simple... Um, it won't be that hard. Uh, you just have to kind of keep, keep doing it. And, but like, I don't know now. Yeah. I, I know that I am rambling a bit, um, but it's fine. And that's kind of the point of this podcast for me. Like this, doing this podcast is just as much about me, like talking out some things that I'm like that I have in my head as much as it is um, me talking for whoever's listening to this, you know? And I kind of, I don't know. I, I want, I want it to be about that. You know, I want it to be an opportunity to like talk through some shit that's happening and maybe it helps someone. Maybe it doesn't, maybe someone's interested, maybe they're not, but like, this is, this is my truth on Tuesday, May 9th. Um, and it's not a bad thing. It's not when you feel the self-doubt and when you feel this like overwhelming feeling about your career, it's not bad. It's never bad to be scared of what you're doing is not bad. It, su it might suck in the moment. It might feel like it's too much, but like you just take some time and ask yourself, is the work worth it? You know, is the music at the level that it needs to be? And if it is, hell yeah. If it's not, go back to the drawing board um, and write better songs, you know? There is time in the world. There is time in your life to write. And there's time. There's always going to be enough time. I feel like that's an excuse that is used like, oh, we're running out of time. There's not enough time in the day. But there is, you know? You get up earlier, 
you allot the time in the day, you schedule out your days, which is what I'm trying to do a little bit more um, on this pass. And I think like after you do a studio session, I think going into a blank uh, sheet of paper again, like I was saying earlier, I think also I'm trying to think of this time as like an input time of my life where I'm trying to like read more books and like be outside in nature and experience more things. So when I go into the writing for whatever the next thing is going to be, I'll have like a brain full of information that I've collected, you know? It's like we have a song on this new record called Reggie. And um I'll I'll do I'm sure I'll do a podcast about that song. Um but I went on a bachelor party last year with uh my cousin Jonathan who I talked about in uh the Al Green episode. And you know, I I've, I've never really been a big fan of the like a bunch of dudes run a house and do a bachelor party thing. That was the first time I ever did that. I was just like, I don't know. Cause like I live in Nashville, obviously. And you see these like bro groups of guys, um, doing it in bachelor parties and whatever. So I, I ended up going and I, my, I don't know. I lucked out. We all lucked out. It was like a really good group of guys and it was a great house. And the whole weekend was, was awesome. Um, but we ended up like through doing this bachelor party, I ended up coming up with the idea for a song called Reggie, which like maybe is going to be a single off the new record. And like, that's what I'm talking about with like living experiences. Like had I not gone on this bachelor party, had I just been like, Oh no, it's not for me. Those types of things just aren't for me. Like I wouldn't have written this song that I'm really proud of. Um, so I think at this point it's just kind of like input, but, but this is the time where I always feel the most self-doubt where it's like, okay, I see a blank sheet of paper. We just recorded an album. There's not a ton of shows coming up until next month or the end of the month. So you have a lot of time to just sit and you're like, you feel like you need to like hit a home run tomorrow, but you don't. It's just like the continuing the work like this podcast or maybe, uh, just taking a break from playing guitar for a bit and like letting it come back to you. Like that's always how it goes. Like you put down your instrument for a bit and through whatever reason, um, it comes back to you. Maybe you hear a song by whatever, I don't know, like James Taylor. And you're like, I, I need to learn that riff or I need to learn that chord progression or I need to learn that song or, and then you know, you're inspired because you learn a new chord or you learn a new chord change. Um, but I think it's important when you feel the self-doubt to maybe just take a, a little breather from it all. Because when you start to try to hammer through something like that, that's when you get the jaded artists. And that's when you get the people who want to quit, you know? It's when you don't listen to what your body and your mind are telling you to do and you try to muscle through and you're not productive because you're not supposed to be doing it. And then you get angry because you can't write a song and you can't book the shows that you want to do. And then you get find yourself like being more pissed off than you were in the beginning when if you just like took that break 
take a couple days or a week or a month, whatever it needs to be. And just chill, just chill the fuck out. Like, I think music is important. I, I obviously have dedicated my life to it. I think it's really important for a lot of different reasons. I think for cultural and social change. I think for emotional reasons. I think it just, it moves, mu- music has always moved the needle. Um, <clears throat> but sometimes, I don't know, we just got to look at it. Like, there's only 12 notes here. We're just writing songs, you know? And I think, and I think it's important. I think the work that I do, I think the work that all my, like I have multiple friends that are in successful bands that are doing well. I think it's important. I really do. But at at some point we put so much time and effort into something um, that we got to just step back and be like, we're just fucking writing songs here, guys. We're just playing like, Let's not lose the fun. Let's not lose uh, the perspective and and lose sight of the reason why we got into this thing at the first place. Um, And that's an easy thing to do here in Nashville. Like, I don't know, I'm at a point where I'm kind of like, I just need to take a little break from Nashville. You know, you get so many people and everyone's grinding and it's inspiring. It really is. But the the level of self-importance sometimes here I think in all industry towns can just be frustrating. You're just like, can we just talk like normal people about something? You know, we don't have to talk about like, I don't know, the the amount of followers you have or like, you know, the brand partnerships that you're working on and all these side hustles you got going on. It's just like, I, I just want to, just want to hang out for a second and, and like enjoy the time. Um, but yeah, it's, that's, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing to balance and it always will be a weird thing, but I know in the end, I'm going to, I'm going to come back to it. And for the next round of songs and the next projects and, you know, if you take the time and you use this time for input and not frustration and anger and jealousy, um, you'll have a much more productive career, I think. Um, I think it's important to have these times where you're just kind of like questioning everything because that's where you uh, you reassess and you come back into whatever you're doing like refreshed and with a new perspective. And that's important. It's a, It really is an important part of it. I think the self-doubt is in, an important part of what we're all doing in music. And uh, it's never going to go away in any level. And I've seen, I, I've seen it cripple people in a way that's like really frustrating to watch. And I don't think I'm ever going to be that person. I hope not. But um, I think the key to it not crippling you is to uh, maybe surrender to it a little bit. And just be like, it's fine. It'll be fine. Take some breaks. Like, read a book. Go take a walk. And then come into everything else with a fresh perspective. I don't know. I do I do have a story, though. Um, and this, these, these are the types of things that contribute to it. You know, because I, I talk about zanies and I work, like, odd jobs and stuff here. 
<clears throat> to pay my bills. And I'm never one to like disrespect my job because like the value of having jobs in this time that can be flexible with your schedule, um, especially when you're not making like the full amount you need to live on music. Um, I always try to honor that. But sometimes you just go into this job and you're like, fuck, why do I have to do this today? Like taking out the trash again, um, you know, just serving people food, chicken fingers. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I work at Zany's and um, I worked the show, uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago. And it was, it was fine. It was like not, not sold out. There's probably like 150 people in there, whatever. And I had this. Four, there was four people, two couples, two older couples, maybe like in their late fifties, early sixties. And they were fine, you know, like a, just enjoying the show. This one woman kept talking the whole show. So eventually like her neighbors at the table, they all have to sit together, uh, were complaining. So I didn't say anything cause their other couple like gave me a good tip. So I'm just like, ah, oh, there's 10 minutes left in the show. It's fine. They gave me a good tip. They seem all right. So Finally, after the other woman had her phone on and in this comedy club, I know all these musicians and comedians can always vouch for this, but like when people use the lights on their cell phone, whether they're like Snapchatting you or Instagramming or just like looking at the check, it's super distracting. So one of the things they always tell us there is that is if people are using their phone, just like tell them to stop. So this woman kept using her flashlight to look at the bill and, um, I immediately went over and was just like, Hey, you know, you can't use your flashlight. It's distracting for the comedian. Can you please turn it off? So she obviously kept using her flashlight and I told her again. And, um, so they all left and we were cleaning up for the show and I picked up her check and where it, it's a credit card slip and, um, where it says, it says tip and then total where it said tip. She wrote fucking asshole on her tip. Um, and you're just, you just look at it. I don't know. I, I looked at it and just laughed. I'm like, man, you could, cause I've done that type of job for a long time since college. And, uh, I've dealt with situations like that before. So it really didn't bother me too much, but like, this is a like 60 year old woman writing fucking asshole on her tip. And you just look at that situation and you're here in Nashville, like trying to, you know, make a better life for yourself and make a career. And you have to deal with that shit. Sometimes you're like, man, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? You know? And those are the type of little like pokes that creep in when you're thinking about the self doubt. I don't know. I thought that story was like, and it's just like, you're a grown ass woman, you know, like why? are you so angry at me? Because I told you to do something that was like respecting the show that you bought tickets for. Like it was trying to make the show that you contributed to a better experience for everyone. But like, you know, people just think that they're the world revolves around them. Um, but yeah, those are the types of stories that like, you know, that's the type of stuff that creeps in when you're feeling a little uh, down on the, the career path. But <clears throat> I think ultimately, if there's anything that I could take away from talking out this self-doubt thing, and, and if you're listening, what you, it's just taking a, taking a minute and assessing the work, 
from like an objective standpoint and saying like, am I happy with what I'm doing in an artistic way? Am I happy with the team that I'm working with? And am I happy with the amount that I'm putting into the whole project? Um, and if the answer is yes, then keep working. Like don't, and, and don't just keep working in a stagnant type of way, like keep adjusting, you know, keep pushing yourself and not being crippled by anyone else's success because everyone else is just grinding it out. Everyone else is on stage, sweating, working, um, and you should be pumped for them. You should be pumped that there are other people fighting the good fight. Um, and I think that's important. And I think in the end, we're all musicians and we're all in this together. And the people who are all out for themselves fucking don't work with them, you know? Work with the people who contribute positively to your life in all aspects. And if you're doing that, you're golden, you know? Um, it's weird. It's a, it's a, it's a weird, weird way to try to make a living. And no matter what happens in the industry, in quotes, um, it's always going to be weird. It's always going to be like a constant internal struggle. Um, but that's why we do it. I don't know anyone that's doing music full-time or aspiring to do it full-time that isn't up for a challenge, you know? And that's why I respect a lot of these people who are fighting the good fight, you know? It's it's amazing to see. And then when, when, you, when you have bands that are, like, you've seen them from the beginning and they're crushing it now, like Tall Heights, for example, um... You're just like, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know the amount of work that these people have put in. You're like, I've seen it, you know? And then when you see this, it's like you, you chalk one up for the good guys. You know what I mean? It's it's awesome. Um, but I think, yeah, self-doubt, it can be a bitch. But we just got to keep going. Get out of your own way. And just... uh just keep going, you know, just keep on the path or deviate from the path. There's no path. There's just woods, you know, you got to blaze your own trail in this, uh, in this world, in this life. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Anyway, um, that's going to be it for the podcast this week. I'll be back doing songs, uh, next week. I actually am going to do a couple songs from our pledge campaign um, that we got a couple requests to do some cover songs. So I'm going to feature those on next week and the week after. Um, as always, don't forget to check out Dude Stoked at Your Dude Stoked on Instagram, the Hey World playlist, um, rosslivermore.com, my website for shows and all information pertaining to my own music and the band and the new record and all this type of stuff so thank you guys so much once again to list for listening to listening for listening to the podcast um and that's it we'll see you next week okay 
บายบาย